your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a, man, is it only Tuesday of Lacrosse Talk PM? I am Rick Solom. In the studio with me is Dr. Gretchen Newhouse. She's the wellness director at the YMCA. And Lori Nelson, she's an RN and the YMCA's food forest coordinator. And we're going to be talking about, you guessed it, well, maybe you didn't guess it, food. We're going to talk about, uh, you have a nutrition workshop coming up on Thursday. It's something the YMCA does with nutrition and with like working out uh, a couple times, a couple times a month or once a month, a couple of times, I, I maybe both. Is it one of those? Yeah. So um, what we're offering beginning in September, we started offering monthly nutrition workshops and we typically offer, it's, it's one topic, kind of a hot topic. And we offer a, a morning session and an afternoon session um, those sessions are an hour, and um, we cover topics like fasting, um, protein, caffeine, um, food prep, uh, gut feelings, and snacks for on the go. This month, we are offering, uh, the topic is nutrition timing. And with those workshops, they're, uh, with those workshops, we um, do serve something delicious related to the topic, and we charge a small fee um, for members or non-members of $10. Yeah, what's interesting, too, is because, because what you're doing, you ask everyone to bring their grill in, too, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Uh, well, in, in nutrition time, is that what you call it? In nutrition timing? That yes. one's interesting, but it's kind of broad, right? Like the... I was just thinking this, I talk about, I've talked about this with dietitians in the past and we just talk about it in general. And I try to read about this as a, if I go to play noon basketball or at the Y or whatever, or, um, in a volleyball tournament that lasts all day where you're really just like, it's kind of tiring or just like, a now pickleball, we've, we pickleball was a high, highly discussed yesterday at lacrosse talk PM. Um, but there's. You know, it, it, so that's pretty broad. Like, I, I would imagine if you're going to run a marathon, your your timing of what you eat and when you eat is going to be vastly different than if you're going to go play a, an hour of basketball. Right. So I, I think it's important definitely to listen to your body. Everybody's um, needs are, are different. Some people work out in, like, a fasted state, um, whether that's strength or endurance or competition. Others do need a little bit of food, and some need – you know, a little bit more, more food. So you are correct in saying that it does depend on your activity and your own. own it, it might be that. live and learn a little bit too. When I was a sports reporter at the newspaper, I, I used to do this thing called before I get old and I would go and practice with whatever at when in Winona, I would practice with whatever Winona I, I played softball and the one I remember is I ran with the cross country team during practice, but before that I ate what is embarrassing, but it's a turkey, peanut butter, and lettuce sandwich. That's the thing. <laughs> but I ate that right just right before I went running with the Ooh. team. That is a long, you know, it wasn't like five miles, but it was like it was probably like two, three miles, and I did not feel good. But I was going to finish, so it was it was like a race for my life. But man, did I just feel awful. Probably not a good thing to eat anything right before a, a two, three-mile run, huh? No. Um, yeah. I think Lori and I have talked about this. But, I mean, the recommendations are to eat three to four hours before you would do some sort of endurance activity. It depends on how your body, you know, digests, processes food. Mm -hmm. I know Lori has talked about some of her own personal yeah. experiences, too. Yeah, uh, I 
I take longer to digest food, so mm-hmm. if I ate right before then, that would have not been good. <laughs> you just wouldn't have you wouldn't have run at all. And and Lori is Lori is part of this workshop to, tomorrow. No, Thursday as well. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, in a different, a little bit of a different fashion, right? Uh-huh. Not not what you eat, but when to grow it a um, little bit. I run the community food forest, so it's open to our whole community, and we have fruit trees. And this year, we're putting in raised beds, so we're going to have a lot of vegetables, and anybody in the community can come harvest during the summer, fall, Mm -hmm. and we have volunteer opportunities and all that kind of thing. So I feel like what you should do as part of this workshop on Thursday in terms of the food garden is you make everyone start your seed starters for you. Yes. In fact, I put, I am handing out stuff on that for our thing I'm talking about when things are ready to be harvested in the garden during the summer, just specifically to what we have in the garden, yeah. doing a handout on that. And then I we also have a Community Ford Food Forest Facebook, and on there I put plant your seeds now in yeah, February. February is the time to start yep. doing that, and then maybe yep. some some tips and hints and everything to do that. All right, we're going to continue this conversation and we're going to dive into like uh what you put in your body and I got to get I got to get uh Gretchen and, and Lori's opinion on uh the Super Bowl coming up and how <laughs> how much food we are all planning on eating on Sunday. Uh we'll be back in a minute. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I am Rick Solom. In the studio with me, in the studio with me is Dr. Gretchen Newhouse, the wellness director at the YMCA, and Lori Nelson on RN and the Y Food Forest Coordinator. If you if you don't know what that is, outside the Lacrosse Y is essentially a food forest or a, right. a garden. I think food forest makes it confusing, but but yeah, it, I, it's kind it's, of like a forest. It's how it's garden. planted. A food forest, it has different levels, so it's kind of self-sustaining. Do you take requests for for out there? Like, hey, we need this or that. No. (laughs) No? Nope. There's a lot of, there's plums and cherries and apples and pears, and then there'll be vegetables and herbs. I feel like you could take requests. But, but you probably <laughs> you have so. just about everything could, that could, could grow, yeah, growing, right? you could right? tell me what you want in the race. Like, beds. we need more cherry tomatoes. Like what, oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's what I'm saying by request. Oh, yeah. For the um, annuals. <laughs> um, and coming up on Thursday, it's two sessions. So one's at 10 and one's at 4, 3? What time three. is it? P- 3. Do you want me to look at the website? <laughs> Wait a minute. You, I mean, it's so it's two days away. One day at a time, right? Like that's what you think. Um, ten a.m. to eleven a.m. and then four to five. It says on here. So remember on Thursday when you're doing your thing. Otherwise, you'll be there an hour early. Uh, is a YMCA nutrition workshop. So first of all, before I forget, I wrote this down. In high school, our basketball team would eat spaghetti right after school. So at three thirty, we would go and eat spaghetti piles. Plates, giant plates of high school boys, right? And then at seven, we would go and play our basketball game. <laughs> so, like every game we had, we every home game at least, we would just be like full, super full on spaghetti. And the, like to probably though, is there a time should should teams like it's like carving up? That was always the thing. Like high school <laughs> basketball teams, high school teams, is there a good time for them to be carving up, so to speak? For a basketball game or for anything that's like, let's not do cross country because I think that's a little bit more of an endurance thing. But basketball, football, um, even track, you know, besides long races, volleyball, like is is there a carving up process or should we not be thinking like that anyway? Eating a bunch of noodles, essentially. 
Yeah, I, I think I think it like what we were talking about earlier. It does depend on the activity. Mm-hmm. If it's a, a intense, um, long period of of activity, then I think it's important to maybe consider more the nutrition timing and what you're actually consuming. I think with the the spaghetti dinner um, sounds fabulous, but depending on what the quality of the the spaghetti, the ingredients, um, if there was bread, dessert, those types of things, what exactly it all encompassed. I know most teams do it the mm-hmm. night before yeah. to start. Right. They call it carb cycling where they're mm-hmm. doing more of that the night before. So does it make sense for a volleyball team or a basketball team to spaghetti up the day before a game or at lunch maybe of the game? Um, or is that just unnecessary? I've heard kind of both because yeah. it, it used to be you always carb like before marathons or right and mar- yeah and those the, things the seem like and like stuff. way way beyond. I, I've heard now some people say but definitely, no. Definitely don't eat spaghetti an hour and a half before you play no. a, a basketball game. <laughs> like <laughs> right. a giant, and not just some spaghetti, like giant plates of spaghetti. That's just I. Um, okay, so. What, what what can people expect from from the workshop? It's an hour long and it's it's ten dollars because we're you guys are are providing some food. Are, are, are we cooking something? Like what? Can you just break it down? What's going to happen? Yeah. So so typically we always make something related to the topic. Um, on Thursday, our plan is to make a um, a sweet baked oatmeal. So it'll have the the oats and lots of protein with with eggs. Um, so we will be serving that. We'll be making that, um, might be a little bit before that, somewhat during the session. And then we typically have a handout with lots of great information. We have some really good discussion. Um, and then we enjoy the the sweet or savory goodness. Is there, is there sort of a Q&A, kind of what we're doing here, Correct. but it's just me being, I mean, if people want to call in 608-785-7914, they got nutrition <laughs> questions it definitely can. I mean, we've done that in the past with uh, other dietitians. Um, okay, so you're like oatmeal. I'm thinking like you're just going to make a big vat of oatmeal. It's going <laughs> to no. like the witch stirring the Call pot it. in there, and like you, you don't even. It's not even individually. It's just like we'll put 50 eggs in here and whatever else goes into oatmeal. Yeah. Um, but you're you're cooking it, right? Yep. Yep. So we're yeah we're we're actually going to bake it, and then we'll have some blueberries, apples, maybe vanilla, cinnamon. The wise got an oven in here somewhere, uh-huh. or we a giant a, oven, a or mul- multiple ovens. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So each each of the locations of the YMCA have beautiful teaching kitchens. Okay. And so um, occasionally there we're doing a variety of different classes in those teaching okay. kitchens, and mm-hmm. they're they're awesome. And then do you have to tell people no swimming for fifteen minutes after that? <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Like, is that real? The swimming thing? Do you know? Do you ever test that? Okay. Stomach cramps. 15 minutes or sometimes it's an hour. You can't go swimming for an hour. You <laughs> ate a sandwich. I've never yeah. I've never had a swimming cramp because I've eaten something. So, um, all right. So, Lori, getting into the gardening thing, like what what are the secrets right now that people should be thinking about when it comes to uh, planting their garden? Well, if you're going to be planting a vegetable garden, it's a good idea if you want to start your plants to start them now so they're strong enough to plant by May. Mm-hmm. And usually, like Mother's Day is like, Mother's Day or later is when you should be planting your plants outside. I still haven't learned about 
I, I do the seed starters. I get the little plants and okay. then I put them outside and then whatever lives out there eats all my seed starters because it's <laughs> so in my head, I've learned enough to be like, wait yeah. until other things are green out there <laughs> before I put my little plants that I worked three months right. to, to grow in my house. And yeah. it's a mess and I got dirt everywhere and I don't vacuum it up. Right. Uh, and then I did all that work and then some squirrel comes and nibbles the top oh, off. Oh, I and know, just, or the rabbits. Yeah, I, so, or whatever it is. I don't know. Maybe it's a beds. bird. Raised beds are good to keep rabbits out. But yeah, hopefully your plants are big enough. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, if they're down by the ground and you have a rabbit come through, they're going to. And some of the. That's awesome. Some of the seed starters that. I, I know some of the stuff that you have growing can go out there when it's colder out, as long it as can. the rabbits don't come. Because I, and I can't think of what those are. But. So you've got your cool weather growers, so like your lettuces and those, you know, those kind of things. You can start. I even start like my radishes and stuff by mm-hmm. seed. Most of my stuff I do by seed, or like my tomato plants. I actually buy small tomatoes plants, but you probably put those out right now. It's fifty degrees outside. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I think this is just a little. Yeah, we're a little blink and. It'll, it'll be back. Yeah, it'll snow in April. Yeah, it'll still <laughs> snow in April. Yeah, and, you know, you can even help them get hardier by keeping them in the trays that you're planting them in. Take them out during the day, bring them in at night, and kind of start acclimating your plants to the well, outdoors. Well, some people go crazy, and they get little heating pads. I was thinking about because I keep my house oh pretty my cold, and I was thinking, yeah. like, man— do I need to get one of those little heating pads from like a little blanket, but it goes That's underneath so the, I don't I've know. Never have you ever, oh yeah. It, it lays on the, like the table and then you put your seeds on top of it, top of it, I believe. Uh-huh. And it just kind of heats the soil, but oh. I don't, it just seems like something else to buy. Like something. Yeah. It, and I don't know if I'd want to have an electric heating pad with plants <laughs> sitting on it that you water. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, yeah like I, could, I could have the concept way. I could be way <laughs> off on the concept for <laughs> for all I know. And then when it comes to the food forest at the Y, uh-huh. um, like how much stuff do you produce? And it, it does some of that, where does all of that stuff go? Or is it just, sure. it just the, or does the do people walking by just end up taking it all and you never see any of it? Sometimes. So, Which is kind of the point, right? <laughs> right? Like who cares? Right. And I would rather more people come in and harvest. And nobody was really in it for like three years. So when I took it over last year, there was a lot of clean up and getting mm-hmm. it back up. And because it was such a drought last summer, we had some problems with some of our fruit trees. But I put on the food forest site, I put when things are ready to harvest. And then um, also in the Y, I'll harvest stuff and bring it inside. I have a sharing table. Yeah. So I'll bring stuff in. And then if anybody else wants to bring stuff in from their overflow, they can put it on the table too and then on that table i have when things are ready to harvest and recipes yeah and you call it a sharing table i call it the fruit fly table well i think it goes fast enough that we don't get a lot of fruit (laughs) no i'm just kidding what happens is on like a friday that thing with like the whatever didn't get taken is just Uh, like whatever berries oh those are getting pretty rotten and then nobody wants them and then they just sit there all weekend but it's just kind of funny they do then they Um, go to mulch (laughs) Um, all right. So, so that's going to be part, are are we doing anything in terms of seed starters or like as part of this thing on Thursday? I've actually talked to, there's a place in town called Grow. Mm -hmm. And so I'm talking to them and I need to talk about 
getting some plants from them because that oh, yeah. helps them. And then we'll put those in our raised beds. But the rest is already out there. And we have like medicinal plants. We have, you know, perennials out there. We have nitrogen fixer plants out there and pollinators. And then during the summer, I'll be doing every other week education on a different thing in the forest. Mm-hmm. And then in August, um, every week we're going to do a thing on canning, like a different oh, way really? of canning. So there's all those things that will go on. And then May 16th, I have a big all-day volunteer day to clean up the forest, plant the raised beds and stuff, and we'll have food for My dad can bring his jar- garden tractor with the tiller on the back. And that just- would be awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not, <laughs> yeah, not to give you more to do, but man, if you went to the Onalaska Y, there's all kinds of land there. Like we could turn yeah. that. We, it's oh, talking I about know, a food right? forest. Like there's could we convert? You yeah. you would need a you would need an army though. Like it couldn't just be you. You would uh-uh. need uh, four or five yeah. other people working yeah. for you, right? And and this the food forest got put in in 2016, and Ecoscapes, yeah, um, is the one that designed it and really is was behind putting that in. And then they used all native plants, and then they had the community help plant it. Mm -hmm. And so they were a huge factor in that. So we definitely want the community being part of coming in and bringing their kids and playing in the dirt. And that'll be May 16th will be the big, big event to do to to kind of kick that off. Right, right. Mm -hmm. 608-785-7914. Dr. Gretchen Newhouse and Lori Nelson from the YMCA hanging out this hour um, well, let's do this before we go back to break. Uh, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is coming up in what I like to think of as an eating marathon as opposed to a running marathon. So when you run a marathon, you have to think, and we could talk about that in a little bit. But when you run a marathon, you have to think about what you need to eat. Maybe, and I don't know how long before you start, but when you eat a marathon, like Sunday, we're all going to do. Should people be doing anything like the day before? Or or early, is the Super Bowl's at night? So like maybe earlier in the day, just to I mean, is is it a thing to not eat? Can we fast beforehand and then eat during the Super Bowl, or would that be just worse for you because you'll end up eating more? Great question. <laughs> so how do we prepare for an eating marathon, Gretchen? So I, I think it's important. This the, should be the, the workshop you're doing Thursday, right? honestly. It be. Like it be. yeah, <laughs> the, the first step is, is definitely uh, make a plan for. Your, how you're going to eat throughout the Super Bowl, if possible. If you kind of <laughs> know what those favorite dishes are that are going to be at your, your gathering, is make a plan to enjoy so, some of those dishes um, and maybe each of them a little bit versus all of them a, a lot. Um, one thing that I would recommend is not necessarily fasting because, as you kind of mentioned, you might end up like well, you're just going to eat more. Too, too much. Yeah. So a lot of times they recommend um, trying to eat more uh, protein before you would go to like a, a gathering like that because a lot of times it, they're high in carbs okay. and there, aren't, there isn't typically a whole lot of protein. So trying to get as much protein as you can in before that event will help uh, curb some of your maybe eating. And It seems um, to me that Super Bowl layout might be all carbs. It might just be all chicken wings and all, it might be all, or all protein. I mean, all protein, not all carbs. Don't you think? Wouldn't it just be like chicken wings and um, burgers and (laughs) as opposed to chips and something like that. But, um, and then, 
okay, so now the Super Bowl is over and I'm, you know, in my coma, to, comatose state because I've eaten too much. Uh, just get back at it on Monday, like a normal routine. Should you do a little bit more or less the next day? Or Well, one thing I was going to mention that we were talking about earlier is throughout maybe doing some sort of fun activity mm-hmm. with maybe the group of others that you're with of doing some sort of sit-ups, push-ups, jumping jacks for, you know, every touchdown during commercials, um, making it some sort of fun activity while throughout the Super Bowl so that you're not just sedentary the entire Super Bowl gathering. Every (laughs) touchdown run around the house. Something like that. Right. Yeah. When your friend and I did that and we for each thing that happened, like touchdowns or a touchback or, you know, just for halftime, you know, whatever on the field, we, there was this list. If this happened, then you did so many burpees. And if this happened, you guys have way too much motivation for I think what a typical Super Bowl crowd might be doing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you have that motivation, or it's just a good idea to get moving, is is pounding water like the 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 when you go out to the bar and every drink you have, you drink a glass of water. Like if you know, you're going to be just mowing down, should you just should be drinking a lot of water just to make you more full too? Might be a good idea. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I think, I think water is definitely good. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely that's a great recommendation. Or something liquid maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Water in in between everything else you put in your mouth that day. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back uh, after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I am Rick Solom in the studio with me, Dr. Gretchen Newhouse, a wellness director at the YMCA, and Lori Nelson. She's an RN and the Y Food Forest Coordinator. I was trying to convince Lori to make a, a food forest at the Onalaska Y. We did that a little bit during the, the break as well as before the break. Um, but she's only one person, so she would need and food for then it would actually be a forest because I think you could literally put a forest. You could have a, a grove of apple trees out there. It'd be Wouldn't kind of that awesome, be cool? really. Like an orchard? Yeah, I live in the woods, and I'm always like, I want apple trees, but I live in the woods, so I don't oh, think they would get any sun. And I, I was like, oh, was, I'm just going to have trees that are supposed to have apples on them. <laughs> um, but you have a couple of things. This is like way previewing. I mean, it's almost sad to think about like May, although it is kind of feels like a, a, you know almost May weather out there today. But you have um, you, you want the community to come out to the food forest. And, and kind of uh, develop it a little bit, like rake and, and, and hoe and, and maybe plant. What will we be planting out there in May, too? Well, on May 16th, it's an all-day volunteer, and then I will kind of direct them where to go. We'll be doing some raking. We're going to cut down the perennials, and we just lay those on the ground right there because it mm-hmm. then makes its own mulch. And then we're making raised beds this oh. year. And so, and actually, I have a girl who's getting her, what is it called? It's like the Cub Scouts. She gets a badge. And so she's making three of them mm-hmm. with directing the other Scouts. And there'll be some adults there. So they're participating in that. And they're all handicap accessible. And then we'll be, that day we'll be planting those as well. Okay. So you're going to have like a raised bed creating army out there we, for you. I hope so. Hopefully, anyway. <laughs> um, and that's not the only thing going on in May. You're also having a is it a wellness retreat? Yep, is yep. that what so it's the, called? So the inaugural wellness retreat is happening on um, on a Friday, May 10th. Um, and so it'll include uh, some of the good nutrition stuff that we have discussed throughout the the year. 
And then also we'll we'll bring in some some workout or fitness types of things. And in that, uh, we will be painting a pot and then putting a plant or seed in, in that pot. Mm-hmm. So you should come. Okay. Yeah, sign up. Well, what else are you doing during the wellness retreat? I mean, you're going to talk about nutrition a little bit. Yep. Are you going to make people work? Are you going to work them out? We're going to do some- Is it an all-day um, thing? It is. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. It's an all-day thing. So we're going to talk about some of those nutrition topics. Um, could be on fasting, protein, caffeine, uh, food prep, talk about gut feelings, um, snacks for on the go. And then we're also at, during that way, that, that May wellness retreat- we're also going to bring in some workout topics like um, probably habit tracking. We're maybe going to talk about uh, doing some, like a little bit of a workout outside. Uh, talk about maybe some, some stretching, do some yoga, meditation. Um, so there's going to be a wide variety of activities. And individuals of any level are welcome to come. And it's for members and also non-members are welcome yeah. to come. And, that, and, and doing that makes sense for the why, because that those are all like classes you can take, right? In the basement, you can take all these different classes that are, if you're a Y member, these are all free to Y members, right? Correct. Yep. So we have uh, some wonderful group fitness classes that we offer. And so, so some of our topics obviously relate to those classes that have an instructor. But what we really want to do through um, our monthly nutrition and and workout workshops and also the wellness retreat is really empower people, give them information, knowledge, and empower them to be able to um, apply the the nutrition information so that they can go home and do it or the the workout things, they can go to the wellness center at home and be able to apply. Do this stuff on your own a little bit. On their own. Um, But the group fitness classes are also fabulous. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Um, All right. So, and we, we kind of, I I buried it a little bit, but on Thursday, you're having one of these nutritional workshops and Lori and Gretchen will be part of that. Lori, you're going to be talking about some of the garden stuff and then uh, Gretchen with some of the workout stuff. And we were at the beginning of the show, we were kind of not really, well, in a, in a fun way talking about like what you should, and this thing on Thursday is essentially what you should eat and when before you do something physically active. Right. And the, the, the range of that is, is pretty wide, but, um, I don't know, like, I feel like the most common one would be like, just either not really weekend warriors, but in my head, I'm thinking like, is there more, what do you think of the community? Is there more people that are playing a recreational sport where they're doing a thing for an hour and it could be an intense thing, or is there more people out there that are running that would be like an uh, going for an hour run or more people out there that are doing something more than that. Like, are there training for a marathon or, or doing the 50 Ks or uh, biking for, for hours where, the, you know, these nutritional needs before you do these things would be vastly different, I think. Correct. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, there's there, there's a wide variety of people doing different activities. I mean, you see it when you come to the Y in the wellness center. You see people, some people are on the treadmill for an hour and some people never get on the Wait treadmill. a minute. There's a 45-minute limit on the treadmill. <laughs> there, there <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. There aren't really any limits because people are not doing as much cardio in general. What we're seeing, the trend is going much more towards strength now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are the, the endurance athletes, but in general, we're seeing much more usage in our strength area. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even thinking of area. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, like, all right. I'm going to – so a lifting session. Like, well, yeah, I didn't even think of, I haven't lifted in a while. 
Um, all right. Well, what what should be what we sh- should we be eating this vat of oatmeal right before we go lifting, or <laughs> what should people do before a lift? I mean, how should they prepare? Yeah. So I think nutritionally. Um, yeah, it depends on the person and how heavy of a lift that they're they're doing. Um, the trend also is going towards not only strength but kind of heavier lifting, so it's oh, really? more effective, efficient. Um, lower reps. Is the trend good? Like more weights, less reps. Is that a good trend? I mean, we see this go all the, different all the time, right? Yeah, I, I think it's it's more of, of efficient in terms of results because doing 15, 20 reps um, until you actually feel the weight and, and feel challenged, you're not really, it, it's doing something, but it's not doing a whole lot until you really feel like you're being challenged. Okay, so somebody, but, but what are we trying to accomplish, I guess, too, also when we're lifting weights, right? Are we just trying to look good in the mirror? Are we trying to be able to lift something heavier? Or are we just trying to stay, uh, or or would lifting the heavier weights be something that would, like, help your physique as opposed to just getting beefed up, you know? I, th- I think lifting heavier weights would benefit everybody. I'm always okay. um, encouraging my clients to kind of, push to a little bit heavier weights and low repetitions. And we're not talking like, you know, maybe a high school college athlete that are, you know, lifting, you know, do or three or four reps. I mean, we're talking eight, 10, 12 rep range is, is probably what I, I recommend for most of the, the clients that, that I work with. And typically we're doing three or four sets of, of those with the heavier weight. Well, you're telling okay, so you're telling me I got to do the heavy weight and do it eight to ten times because I'm doing <laughs> everyone's doing eight to ten reps anyway. Right. So. I think I think a lot of people that come in and um, that are doing twelve, fifteen. Some people are doing 20, oh, really? 20 repetitions. So a lot of the clients that I'm working with, I'm trying to to bring down the reps and okay. increase the the weight a little bit. At what, at what point did that change? Because I feel like that that strategy changes. You know, in in two years you'll be like, or maybe six months you'll be like. Actually, a new study came out, and you're supposed to, you know, if you're going to do curls, you got to do 50 of them with 10 pound weights as opposed <laughs> yeah. to 10 of them with 50 yeah. pound weights. I, th- I think there's different strategies for different things depending on what your goals are, but definitely the the trend is, is more towards um, higher weight, lower repetitions, and then along with that, the the biggest, most notice, noticeable trend that we're seeing in the gym is that they're encouraging a higher amount of rest. So versus 30 seconds to a minute rest, I mean, they're encouraging like up to two plus minutes, depending on how heavy you're lifting um, and how many repetitions you're doing, which causes some issues within the gym because people are sitting and not moving around in between their different sets. I was going to say, is that that why the sign at the Y says, don't be on your phone while you're on the machines anymore? Because I just (laughs) saw that the other day. I was like... Hmm, I, I, you know, but I'm not sitting there for two minutes, like in between reps, but I'm like, well, this 40 seconds that I'm going to sit here, I'm going to sit on my phone. Right. But yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. And we encourage, I mean, we encourage if, if somebody is lifting heavier, uh, lower repetitions, taking that two plus minute break, we encourage members to, to chat with each other. So just encourage them to, to um, ask the other member, hey, can I work in with yeah, you just switch up. within this set? And then um, if they have challenges with that, we're always happy to help if, if needed. I'm not going to think of, I'm not going to know the terminology, but do you, do you still do the thing where you, you're going to do, I'm going to bench and then wait two minutes. I'm going to bench press again, wait two minutes, or should I bench press and then go to the next one? And then the next, uh, 
like a like a different like a dude superset supersets yeah. yeah that's it i knew there was a term for it. i was just waiting for one of you to say it yeah. is there does it matter i don't think i don't think it matters i mean for for most of the clients that i work with i i rotate typically between arms and legs cuz they um don't want to spend you know yeah. 2 hours in the gym so i'm trying to give them the most effective efficient type of workout and um, that gives their their arms or legs a, a rest, and then they move on to the next thing. So they're back and forth, arms and legs, ar- arms and legs. There's like you know eight, ten different ways to to do the workout. There's mm-hmm. no one best way. It's whatever works best for your body. Okay, and then rolling it back, um, like like the average workout, like average person's workout. What should should that person be eating before? Whether it's 24 hours before. Or- Two hours before, or what? What should they be? Prepared? I'm going to go lift at six at night or six in the morning. I guess six in the morning would be weird because I like. What are you going to wake up? I used to have a friend that played D1 basketball. She'd wake up at three and do the eat the oatmeal, and then she'd go to bed, and then they'd have practice at six in the morning, and she would be fueled for it. But the, you know, she's insane D1 athlete. So mm-hmm. what about the regular person out there? Yeah. So so I personally work out in a fasted state. So I, I like being uh, to the point where I haven't probably eaten in 12 to 16 hours. Oh, really? Um, but I'm also only working out for an hour versus... You say D1. only an hour. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> versus a D1 athlete. I mean, their workouts, whether yeah, well, strength We or... can throw those people okay, out the window. Okay. We don't need to talk about it. Like, what is a regular person? Well, like, what is, Okay, so you don't eat anything. So you must work out in the morning because it'd be weird for you to be like, I'm not going to eat for 16 hours when I work out at eight at night. Well, okay. Well then when do you eat? Right. Right. Yeah. So, so I, yeah. So I work out usually first thing in in the morning. Usually I have a little bit of coffee and they're finding more and more research that a little bit of caffeine, a cup or two helps. I mean, with, um, the workout and, um, overall, uh, being building muscle and that type of stuff. So, okay. Yeah. So is fasting a thing to do or is the fasting a thing for you? It's, it's a, it's a thing for me. I know, um, like Lori and I have talked and she mentioned that for, for her, um, working out fasted does not work with her. So I think everybody's body is totally different. It works for me. Cause I usually eat a good hearty meal the night before with mm-hmm. anywhere between probably 30 to 50 grams of protein. So I'm pretty satiated at night and that can carry me through all the way through the morning Okay. Until I'm ready for my um, post workout. Does eating so I have apples and oranges. I like a lot of times we'll eat bananas, but does eating anything like that matter before, like half hour before, or two hours before? Whether it's a whether it's a strength workout or like I'm going to go play volleyball, I'm going to pound this apple a half hour before. <laughs> is this apple? And this is a huge apple. I don't know. I have the biggest apple I've ever seen. Um, you know, if I play volleyball at six thirty, does it ma- does it make sense to eat something like this, a f- piece of fruit before before that at that time in that window, half hour window? Is there science to it, or do you just not? It's just however. Well, it give you a little bit of carbs, some healthy carbs. You know, so it, if you drop blood sugar, you know. Yeah, it's got sugar, and I imagine right. I get a sugar high, but it is, but is the half drop. hour going to digest it in time? What I do, like, if I was to swim early in the morning, I we talked about this, I'd have, like, some orange juice and a tablespoon of peanut butter. So I have a little sugar, and I have some protein, and that kind of keeps that level blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. I mean, I don't want to eat a huge meal. Right. Well, but I don't fast either. You well, you know, can't eat like we went over this. Oh, yeah. We, you can't, can't have a huge meal before you go swimming. No. Um, all right. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a, one more quick break and wrap up when we come back. 
All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Sullivan. In the studio with me, Dr. Gretchen Newhouse, the wellness coordinator at the YMCA, and Lori Nelson, the she's an RN and she's the Y Food Forest coordinator. And you know, your job sounds pretty easy for about four or five months of the year, Lori. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of planning on what we're going to do, and then I've been helping Gretchen with the workshops, and I've had places ask if I can talk to them, you know, about what we do, and so, yeah, I, you know, I do other things, too. Yeah, you're like, shut up, Rick, I got the greatest job in the world for, for for the whole winter, and then it really sucks in the summer and the spring. Uh, not that it sucks, no. but it's hard. It gets harder. Um, yep. and, the, and I should just say it one more time. You're having a nutritional workshop. This is something you're doing. Do you do two different workshops a month or one a yes. month? Two one, wor- one, one topic a month, um, but we offer it in the morning and an evening session. Okay. So, so and yep. Thursday is that one topic this month. And it's kind of on uh, what, we've, what we've kind of been talking about a little bit is just uh, – the, the timing of when to eat what, right? Like all of it, like when mm-hmm. to eat what, and you're making a vat of oatmeal. Yes. And that's the, <laughs> you're going to teach everybody. Is yeah. oatmeal like the secret thing that everyone should be eating before th- before working out? It, it could be one of the things. Any yeah. Anything that's high in quality carbohydrates, mm-hmm. depending on um, the type of activity and the duration of the activity, would be something um, to, to consider. And then also... You know, some lean protein, too, which would be, I mean, if you can add, I mean, I add a ton of eggs to my baked oatmeal, mm-hmm. so I get a good amount of protein beyond just all the carbs, too. Are eggs healthy? This is one of the things. As a, you're a nutritionist, too, right? Like So, so I'm, a, I'm a nutrition coach. And, nutrition and, coach? Yep, and Lori's a nurse. So, yeah. So, she grew up on a farm, so she has a she has <laughs> Oh, a so whole. she's going to say eggs yeah. are healthy, even if they weren't. <laughs> Actually, the egg whites okay. are, have let... You know, they don't have any cholesterol. It's the cholesterol that's in the yolks. And, I mean, it's a complete – actually, if you eat the whole egg, it's a complete protein. Mm-hmm. So eggs are really good for you. But just like anything, you do it in moderation, you know. But um, but the whites, if you're looking at watching your cholesterol, then the whites mm-hmm. would be better. Um, and you talk about caffeine. We didn't really talk about caffeine just before mm-hmm. we, we let you go here, like – what what do we, what do we do with caffeine? Like you you said you said two cups of coffee before you work out is what you like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't drink coffee, so I don't know how much oh. caffeine that is. Or or when do you do that? Like right away or like in between sets? You just yeah. down some coffee. You have coffee <laughs> in your water bottle instead of water. You know. Well, I mean, co- coffee is the most natural way to get um, caffeine. But I mean, you could do any sort of drink that would give you a little bit of. Like, I probably uh, have the most unnatural like, way uh, here yeah. in a rock star right. energy. <laughs> Yeah. Like a pre-workout with, with some caffeine. I mean, yeah. there's some that are more natural and, and less natural. So, um, I mean, research has found that you end up, you know, getting overall a better workout if you do anywhere between one to two cups of coffee. And I would recommend it, you know, uh, you know, an hour or two before that. I don't drink a ton, like, oh, right really? before that, I work out. Oh, so, so yeah, it, yeah, takes yeah. That, it takes that long for the caffeine to kick in? For, for me, it does. But oh, okay. some people, I think. Maybe um, a little bit less. Yeah, yeah. I process it a little bit quicker, but yeah, for me, usually I have a cup of coffee or two um, in the morning before I work out, and then I'll work out usually an hour or two later. And then, how long does do you think like the caffeine is lasting? Like, it is useful? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, I mean, I think it, again, it depends on each person. Mm-hmm. It's so differently. Well, yeah, I mean, but, everything is like each person and what you're doing, right, and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm one of these people that I'm constantly sipping on coffee all day long. Yeah. So um, even if I don't need to, just because I want something. Warm. Well, it just sounds like you have an addiction. Is what's, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Um, but I would say, I mean, I think for a lot of people, it's anywhere between what four to five hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was thinking yeah. probably like if you try and get in the morning by noon one. Like okay, so the typical crash. We're all crashing mm-hmm. at noon. We're all crashing at three. Because we're all addicted to coffee. That's what's going Pretty on. Pretty much. Well, and they, they encourage you to, like, wait until you actually need it. Because a lot of times, like, people are like me, that they're constantly sipping on it all day long. When I really don't, I just want something warm. I don't really need the caffeine. Mm-hmm. So it's it's better if you can wait until you actually need a little bit of caffeine to, to You need the work. boost for the workout as yeah. opposed to the boost for yeah. the checking exactly. of the emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Right. Yep. All right, that's that's Lori Nelson and Dr. Gretchen Newhouse. They're uh, going to be doing this YMCA nutrition workshop. Is there an easy way to find this? Because I couldn't find it. Should I just? I will embed it in a, a story on the Wisdom website. But is there an easy way to sign up for this? So um, on the, the YMCA website, people should be able to search with um, nutrition. Um, there is a search engine uh, on the main homepage, so they should be able to to search. And that main homepage. Along with that, they can call the the front desk, the membership mm-hmm. services. And um, if they're not able to figure Ooh. out how to si- sign up online, I got it. Then, I got oh, it. awesome! Here we go. Then Just YMCA can... Nutrition Workshop. Just search it on Google. Yeah, yeah. And that'll take you. It's the first thing that comes up, unless Google is algorithm me to that. But uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk to a D1 Division One basketball athlete, uh, Lexi Donarski, who plays for, well, she plays for North Carolina now. Thanks, everybody, for listening.